0: Welcome to this evening's small session. We will be dealing with a small section from an op-ed written by Bishop Vigano of the Romano-Catholicos Ecclesia Order. I do not usually agree with individuals from the Catholic Order, but this is a distinguished Catholic Who has stood beside the Catholic Order and critiqued it and has declared it to be infiltrated by Luciferianism? Yes, Bishop Vigano is saying that the Catholic Church has been infiltrated and is now being ran by. Luciferians We all know that Pope Francis Is a Luciferian He is a member of the Jesuit order Which is the Catholic assassins Order By Catholic law he is not even supposed to be allowed to be the Pope and he is on par with the Black Pope. However, we won't go into these subjects because in this small excerpt, I only want to deal with the section from this large, excellently written op-ed, the section called The Luciferian Matrix of the New World Order. And in the next episode, I will deal with some other sections taken from this op-ed because it synchronizes with the messages that I have communicated on this program. This entire program is built on the foundation of explaining and communicating The Great Reset, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, the rise of the fourth industrial revolution, the rollout of the beast infrastructure and technological transhumanistic system from a biblical perspective through the lens of biblical eschatology. That's what this program is all about. Of course, we are dealing with variegated topics Because that's what it requires. We are in the midst of a Luciferian depopulation operation with the dissemination of vaccinations that will bring about biological annihilation, population reduction, as is wished for by globalists and elitists and Luciferians. So let us jump right into this. I'm gonna move through it very fast because I already started out extremely late. Bishop Vigano says, At this point, it is necessary to clarify what is meant by the New World Order or rather what its creators mean, regardless of what they say publicly, because on the one hand it is true that there is a project, that certain people conceived it and are charged with carrying it out, but on the other hand it is also true that the inspiring principles of the project are not always disclosed or at least they cannot be openly admitted to be closely related to what is happening today, since such an admission would arouse opposition, even from those who are the most peaceful and moderate. It is one thing to impose the Green Pass with the excuse of the pandemic, but it is quite another to recognize that the purpose of the passport is to accustom us to being tracked, and still another to say that this total control can be likened to the mark of the beast, of which the book of the Apocalypse speaks. Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. The reader will forgive me if, in order to demonstrate my argument, I must resort to using quotations of such gravity and wickedness that they arouse bewilderment and horror. But this is necessary if we are to understand what the real intentions of the architects of this plot really are and the true nature of the epochal battle they are waging against Christ and his church. In order to understand the esoteric roots of the thought that lies at the foundation of the United Nations. Once longed for by the 19th century Italian political activist Giuseppe Mazzini, we cannot fail to consider characters such as Albert Pike, Eliphas Lavi, Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, Alice Ann Belli, or other disciples of Luciferian sects. Their writings, published since the late 19th century, are quite revealing. Albert Pike, a friend of Mazzini and a fellow Freemason, gave an address in 1889 in France to the highest levels of Freemasonry, which was then reprinted on the 19th of January 1935 by the English journal, the Freemason. Pike declared, that which we must say to the crowd is, we worship a god but it is the God one adores without superstition. The Masonic religion ought to be maintained in the purity of Luciferian doctrine by all of us who are initiates of the highest degrees. If Lucifer were not God, would Adonai, the God of the Christians, whose deeds prove his cruelty, perfidy, and hatred of man, barbarism, and repulsion of science, would Adonai and his priest calumniate him? Yes, Lucifer is God, and unfortunately Adonai is also God. For the eternal law is that there is no light without shade, no beauty without ugliness, no white without black. For the absolute can only exist as two gods, darkness being necessary to light to serve as as its foil, as the pedestal is necessary to the statue and the brake to the locomotive. The doctrine of Satanism is a heresy, and the true and pure philosophical religion is the belief in Lucifer, the equal of Adonai. But Lucifer, God of light and God of good, is struggling for humanity against Adonai, the God of darkness and evil. What you just got done hearing me quote is Albert Pike. General Albert Pike, 33rd degree Mason, who has had spiritual Congress, which is equivalent to spiritual sex with Satan himself. Sex meaning some form of intertwinement. and process of achieving oneness in spirit with the devil himself. Albert Pike is saying that Lucifer is the God of light and that the God of light called Yahweh is actually the God of darkness. Because one of the rules in the dark arts and in occultism is the inversion of the truth if God is light then he must be called that of darkness if the devil is darkness then he must be called the God of light and as the prophet Isaiah said the times will come where they will call good evil and call evil good they will call sweet bitter and call bitter sweet and as it is written by Hashaliki Shaul architecton the master builder the apostle Paul in the Tayamim, in the last days the time also will come the time also will come When people are led astray and follow after the doctrines of demons, the teachings of demons, Albert Pike's writings are the doctrines of demons, and that's a fact. Now let us continue. Bishop Vigano says, This profession of faith in the divinity of Satan is not only an admission of who the real great architect that Freemasonry adores is, but also a blasphemous political project that passes through the ecumenism of Vatican II, whose first theorist was Freemasonry the Christian, the Jew, the Muslim, the Buddhist, the follower of Confucius in Zoroaster can unite as brothers and join together in prayer to the only God who is above all the other gods. Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma. Bastogi Foggia, 1984, volume 6, page 153. So here we have it that Albert Pike is saying that all of these members of the order of Freemasonry whether it be the red house or the blue house or both combined or the Scottish Rite or the order of the noble shrine etc 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 every man who joins the order puts aside his religious affiliation and worships the lunar the the universal god the universal architect which according to Freemasonry is actually Satan Lucifera Lucifer Ben-Helel the son of perdition the dragon that old serpent the evil genius Now let us continue. Bishop Vigano goes on to say, and the identity of the only God who is above all other gods has been well explained in the preceding quotation. Yes, they have made it clear that the God that they worship is Satan. In another letter, Pike wrote to Mazzini, we will unleash the nihilists and the atheists and provoke a formidable social cataclysm that will clearly demonstrate to the nations in all its horror the effect of absolute atheism the origin of barbarism and bloody subversion then citizens everywhere forced to defend themselves against a world minority of revolutionaries will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer finally revealed to the public's view. A manifestation that will be followed by the destruction of Christianity and also of atheism which will be conquered and crushed at the time at the same time sorry this can be found written in his letter on the 15th of August 1871 to Giuseppe Mazzini it is now held in the library of the British Museum in London Bishop Vigano goes on to say, It will not escape notice that the great heresy of separativeness sounds curiously in agreement with the ecumenism condemned by Pius XI in his encyclical Mortalium Animos, an ecumenism that was adopted by the Declaration Dignitatis Humanae and recently merged into the doctrine of inclusivity formulated by those who allowed idolatrous worship to the Pasha Mama to be offered in St. Peter's Basilica, it is clear that the term separativeness intends to designate in a negative key the necessary separation of good from evil, of true from false, of the right from wrong, that constitutes the criterion of moral judgment of human behavior. Inclusivity opposes this distinction, allowing oneself to be deliberately contaminated by evil to adulterate the good, equating the true and the false in order to corrupt the former and give legitimacy to the latter. like to take a small look at the beginning of this op-ed Considerations on the Great Reset in the New World Order Libera nos a malo Considerations on the Great Reset in the New World Order No one will be part of the New World Order unless he carries out an act of worship to Lucifer. No one will enter the new age unless he receives Luciferian initiation. This was stated by David Spangler, the director of the United Nations Planetary Initiative Project in a work called Reflections on the Christ, Findhorn. 1978.